They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Sisters, get around. It's time for the sanctuary of sweet truth. It is a Monday, May 20th, 2019. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. My co-host, as always, is DJ Sugar Shane. What's going on, Shane? Oh, man, hanging in there. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. And Jack Casey. What's up, Jack? How much? Uh, I went to go see Detective Pikachu tonight, and then... What's a Shane's favorite place? Mike's place. So, oh yeah, I want to go there. Got a giant. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. You ever been there, Billy? No, I don't know. I have no idea what that is. It's in Kent. Um, it's a. It's like kind of like a diner type restaurant. You know, with a bunch okay. of crap on the walls. They've got a huge menu that's like a novel, pretty much. Um, I got a steak sandwich today. It was very, very good. I think so, you'd like it, Billy. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to cut back, but I always end up eating something. So, yeah, uh, you know how that is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm one of those guys. I don't smoke. I don't drink. And you know what? If I see something I'm good, I like, I'm going to eat it. You know, yeah, you might as well. uh, <laughs> live a little bit, right? Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you are new to the podcast, we are live twice a week. Monday night and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on Spreaker and also iTunes, of course. You can listen on demand to any of our past programs and uh, tweet us, Sweet Truth Radio on Twitter. We generally try to answer most of the tweets, if possible. Anyway, I can't believe. I simply cannot believe that Memorial Day is next weekend. I know, man. We were talking about that today, that this year has just flown by, man. I don't know where time... It sounds like such a cliche, but I do not know where time goes. Uh, But anyway, here we... It seems like just yesterday we were doing the uh, New Year's Eve show deal. Yeah, and that turned out to be a disaster on my end because of the... My electric went out. Um... (laughs) Yeah, that sucked. Oh, it did, it did. So, but anyway, uh, I 
you know, it was it would it would have been a fun time. I'm sure yeah. you guys had. A- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it wasn't that a fun time for you. And it came back on right when the new year started. You said. Like, it yeah, was, it, was it was on for about two hours. Almost exactly the time that the show was on. It's like somebody deliberately tied tried to give it to me up the, you know, <laughs> rear end. So, uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. Speaking of people with real problems, uh, we we would be remiss tonight if we didn't acknowledge the uh, storm system that is supposed to be coming through the south tonight. Oh wow! I hadn't and, heard about this. And th- and this is a, a new phenomenon to me. I mean, I, I've heard of hurricanes coming through and, you know, tornadoes happening from time to time. But I have never heard of a of a storm that's going to go across several states, including uh, Kansas through Texas. And one of the worst areas is going to be Oklahoma. Oh, God, and, that's bad for uh, you. And there's going to be a whole—I'm I, I, not sure how to describe it, but like a— uh, a storm system that's going to be generating just one tornado after another. Um, and I, I don't remember a chain of tornadoes going through a bunch of states like this. No, I haven't ever heard of it. I've heard of, you know, like four tornadoes spinning off, you know, in a, you know, in one yeah. location, but not a chain like you're talking about, like, you know, just spinning yeah. out one and tornado it's after go through another. It. Yeah, and, and generally, uh, tornadoes are pretty isolated. Uh, you don't have them going across three and four and five states. Right. Uh, so I um, uh, I don't know what to say about this other than I, I certainly hope everybody's safe. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, they are taking the, uh, the, the proper precautions to make sure that, uh, you know, everybody's prepared for this. But it seems like with storms of this magnitude... And they're talking like winds up to 200 miles an hour. Wow. So, God must be uh, right at the gaze again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that may be true. I don't know. But, uh, uh, of course not. But anyway, there's always there's always the latest sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. that was a joke. I'm just joking. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, just in case somebody didn't know. We generally do not... Uh, do mean-spirited things here if you're new to the program anything we say is in jest of of that nature and uh, if you're new to the program we generally talk about current events it can be anything news politics show business whatever and we are a an opinion driven podcast uh but we don't do mean-spirited stuff here and um we try to keep it uh you know somewhat lighthearted and objective as much as possible I know we're going to talk more uh, about the Game of Thrones, but there's a few things that we got to say, and I'll, I'll give you this spoiler right now. Okay, uh, here comes the spoil. Here comes the spoiler. Are you ready? John Wick kills everybody. John Wick <laughs> no, kills just everybody. kidding. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the spoiler. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, movie. I, I want, I, I really, I, I can't remember when the last time. I went to a theater to see a movie. It's been a long time. And a lot of that was because, you know, last year my mom was uh, sick and dying and everything. It's it's hard to go out and do stuff. Uh, another reason is that my wife and I have busy lifestyles. Uh, she has a, you know, she's a career professional, and uh, I, I claim to be. <laughs> it's 50-50 with her accent. Um, so we're both busy. And I told her prior to the weekend, I said, you know, I really want to see this John Wick. Okay. This John Wick 3. And, and what could be better than John Wick 3? Okay, John Wick 3 with Holly Berry. That's the answer. 
Yeah. Okay. And uh, my wife was, uh, she was doing some training for work. She was actually the train or she had to go out of town and she stayed at a motel. And during the day, she said uh, her face was like itching and her elbow was itching, but she didn't think much of it. And she got home Friday night, Saturday morning, her whole face was swollen. And she had like this big red mark and uh, we Googled it. And it was a spider bite. Oh, wow. And when she told me that her uh, face was going numb, I said, okay, we're, we're going to the uh, yeah. you know, we're going to the doctor. And it's sure enough, she had it on her elbow and her face. As near as we can determine, it was called it was a brown recluse or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's one of the that's worst you can bite. get. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, venom, so she, they're venom she, eats from the inside out. Yeah, it certainly appears that way because it was really swollen uh, mm-hmm. the next day. And um, so anyway, she was not feeling too good. And, of course, as you know, a couple of weeks ago, she hurt her back. So she's a wreck. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we didn't go out and see the movie. But John Wick did top the box office, from what I understand, this last week. It beat out the Avengers. Wow. It, I, I, don't, I don't have the exact number in front of me. It was like 50-some million dollar opening or something like that, which seems small. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It's yeah. you know in comparison with one of those uh, cartoon movies or whatever you call them, the superhero yeah. movies. In yeah. With one of those, it's, it's yeah. small, but that's a huge opening. Oh yeah. And and what's interesting too is John Wick has two stars that are well into their fifties, between uh, Keanu Reeves and Halle Berry. Yeah. And uh, I, I I'm really happy about that because you know that's something that ages and. <laughs> In, in, in what's that? See, it gives me hope. Yeah, ageism is present when it comes to things like that, yeah. and uh, no, and it's it's nice to have an action movie. And, and both of these people trained very hard for this movie. I don't know if you've seen some of those videos online yeah. where they're using tactical weapons and they're having experts show them how to use them and, and go through all that. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> I really liked John Wick too. I really liked that. And uh, I wanted to see three, so I'll, maybe I'll maybe uh, what is it, Memorial Day weekend? We'll have some time. Maybe I'd like to go out and check that out with my wife. But oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind checking that out and actually seeing a movie in the theater. It's probably been years. I can't even remember when the last one was. It, it's wow. it's it's going, yeah, it's going back some time. So anyway, uh, I'm not going to talk about the plot at all about Game of Thrones, but uh, twenty seven million is the number that they estimate had their work schedule Monday morning today somewhat interrupted. Either people called off or they worked from home or they were impaired because they stayed up late. And really, Game of Thrones was over like 10.30. That's not late to me, but maybe that is for some people. Yeah, no, that ain't nothing to me. If I go to, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I, I, I well, you know, some of the people like when on, on days that I have to go, my, my my schedule varies, but on days when I have to do a presentation or I have to travel and I have to get up at like five o'clock in the morning, I generally don't stay up till that late. I probably try to go to bed at ten. Um, so if you have an early morning job, I can see where ten thirty, eleven o'clock might be late. Yeah. But anyway, uh, a couple of things about the Game of Thrones, and here again, I'll I'll leave, I'll I'll let Sh- uh, uh, Sugar Shane talk about the plot. But um, another gaff, there was a water bottle on the st- on one of the scenes. Oh, 
And uh, it, it, as near as as near as I could tell, uh, the brand was not visible, but it was one of those little plastic bottles that you get at the store, or whatever. And uh, it was it was underneath a chair during one of the scenes, and somebody po- uh, spotted that and tweeted it out. And uh, the reviews for the ending have uh, been rather harsh. Okay, mm. uh, USA Today had a uh, post in there that it was the, the worst ending ever and that the uh, uh, the fans that uh, hung in there with this show for the last eight years, I don't have the exact words in front of me, but they deserved better. And uh, I don't know. I mean, what, how, how can you, you know, you, you have to take in a work of fiction for what it is. Yeah, so it's a creator's and, vision. I mean, you can't. Yeah. I mean, you can't. And uh, and the other thing, I and I'm pretty sure that people are getting confused. One one of the things that's confusing the audience, in my opinion, and of course this is strictly subjective, but one of the things that that in my opinion seems to be confusing the issue is that this the audience that has grown with this program has gotten used to years of character development and years of storylines being followed. And for whatever reason, this program had to come to an end. I I don't know if if the the people that were in it and around it just decided they don't want to do anymore. I don't know the story behind that. But apparently somebody said, look, we got to wrap this up. So, you know, they had so many, how, how many episodes did they have? A half a dozen or something like that. And they had to wrap this up, and I'm pretty sure the audience was used to some of these storylines being much more detailed and taken out over a longer period of time. And and to have all these little storylines buttoned up as quickly as they did, I'm pretty sure through the audience because they're not used to that. But really, they had no other choice. I mean, they had so much time, so much, what, and, and, and the estimates that I've heard for cost per per episode is just outrageous. I mean, it was oh, like a million. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that being the case, it, it, they just had to wrap it up. And um, uh, like I said, we're not going to talk about the plot. Uh, Shane, I'll be interested to your reaction because I know you're into the books. Yeah. And, I'll, I'll say I've watched the. Sport. Not this past Sunday, but I watched the Sunday before that whole episode. I have watched all of it, and uh, I've watched half of last night's. Uh, I'm going to okay. watch the other half as soon as this show's over. So I will know Thursday my whole my. If you want to wait till then, I can give the whole spill in. If you want to do that, uh, but because uh, I don't That's even. A- as far as I've gotten is uh, two. I'll just say the death. <laughs> I've got. Okay. Death. That's where I'm at right now. All right. Um, I just saw a post on Facebook that said, "Sorry, your dragon show ended stupidly." <laughs> I yeah, don't... And there, there was a bunch of a bunch of goons, you know, like, uh, "Hey, Game of Thrones fans, at least your show didn't end with the screen going to black, <laughs> like yeah. it did with the Sopranos." Well, I saw one. Oh, and... I saw one that said that it was better than Dexter's ending. So... Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, I was about to say Dexter's... USA Today, man, you screwed up on your sources, dude, because Dexter had a way worse ending than this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I was a big fan of that show, and I never did watch the last couple episodes. I never did. But I watched it the whole time up till then. I mean, I I didn't miss. I watched it every week. 
Um, and I was a big fan of Michael C. Hall anyway, who was yeah. also in um, Six Feet Under. Excellent so, actor. What's that? Excellent actor. I like him. Oh, yeah, I love him. I love him. Actually, that, that whole bunch that was on Six Feet Under uh, were all fantastic. Yeah, so... Um, Anyway, uh, we talked a little bit about, and this is going to be, I feel, a, a story here that we're going to have to revisit come, you know, to keep coming back to it because th- this now is, is coming to a head. Uh, we talked a little bit on the last podcast uh, about abortion and um, pro-choice and this, that, and the other thing. And I, I believe that was in regard to Alabama. But since then, right now I'm going to say there's 10 states that are going for this no exceptions to abortion um, with the only exception I guess being the life of the mother but there's no incest provision there is no uh, uh, you know uh, rape provision and I know that uh, a couple of the states do have incest and rape provisions but a lot of them do not okay the the one that you uh, talked about last week Shane did not right so uh, what um, what 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 I'm uh, going to do here is I want to bring uh, Jack Casey in on this because um, first of all you weren't on the show last last Thursday you didn't get a chance to talk about it and because of the fact that you follow um, as a politico you 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 follow these things so closely so closely I really wanted to get your take on it it seems like what is happening is that certain states are are doing this knowing that it's going to get challenged sooner or later in the Supreme Court, and that's their goal. They know these things won't stand up against, uh, you know, w- without getting kicked back to the Supreme Court, and that's exactly what they want to happen. That's my take on this. W- what say you, Jack? Well, they've been doing the same thing with that heartbeat bill stuff for, what, 10, 15 years now? Like, every yeah, year they pass it, and then every year it just gets shot down again. It wastes a lot of time and court's energy. Um one thing I liked about Kasich, uh, I mean, he did some pretty shady stuff, but he refused to sign it before he left office because he knew that it was just going to get shot down again, and he wanted to save the state some money, and I can absolutely respect that. Um, but here's an interesting thing. Um, the law, These laws don't cover either throwing out or destroying frozen embryos in okay. a lot of these states. So it's perfectly fine to throw out a frozen embryo, but uh, if it's inside the woman's body, apparently that's what makes it murder or something like that. And yep. um, another disgusting thing I saw, too, is that they want to add ep- or eptopic, or however you pronounce that, epoptic pregnancies, where it goes in the fallopian tube. And um, right. they say, well, if it's in there, then we, we have to remove it and reimplant it in the uterus, which is not something that medical science has ever done or ever will do. Um, it, it's pretty much just showing, oh, we just want to tell you what to do with your body, kind of like the war on drugs, everything else. So I, I think women are very rightly uh, pissed about it. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, uh, my girlfriend was raging about it earlier. So, well, he, he, here's what I would say, Jack, and I, I don't know if you if you caught the podcast last week, but one of the things that I would say is that I know this is a sensitive issue, and I, I would speak mainly to the women in our audience, and, and sooner or later we're going to have to get a woman on the show to talk about this. Yeah. But uh, one of the uh, things that I would say to a woman is, if you are pro pro choice, I I I. I, I thoroughly respect your decision uh, for your own you know, personal values to find it a sin to commit an abortion. I have, I have no issue with that. I'm not going to try to change your mind. But you have to keep in mind 
and here again, I'm just being objective. I'm not trying to put anybody down for what they believe. But the real issue is this, is that to legislate that, you have to reach inside the domain of a woman's body. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer there are very few things in this entire universe that are always going to be yours, man or woman. There's very few things, and there's two that, are, that, that should be a given. One is your mind, and the other one is your body. And to legislate this morality, you have to reach inside the domain of a woman's body. Now, here again, the, the moralistic value that you may have on abortion, let's set that aside for a moment. The ramifications of that is this, especially when rape and incest are off the table as a reason to have an abortion. I feel that puts women in danger because the simple fact of the matter is just about every woman listening to this at one time in their life, if not many times, has had a boyfriend or an ex-husband or somebody who just didn't get it through their head that the relationship was over or possibly just maybe even have a relationship with them. Somebody developed a fascination with you, okay? And this is going to put the 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 notion in their heads that if they rape you the law is actually going to be on their side because for one prosecuting rape in that situation especially with somebody you've been involved with is very difficult very very difficult but if you are impregnated by that rape you have no options you you are intertwined with that guy in terms of the children for the rest of your life mm. And if you try to terminate that pregnancy, you are in more trouble than the guy who raped you. Yeah, that's that's messed up. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying to, to the women out there, really consider this. If your morality, you know, prevents you from ever having an abortion, that's fine. But to to agree with largely men on this. Okay, men are who are in power, telling you that if you are raped by your father, you have to have the baby. Okay, if you are siding with them, you are very close to returning back to the days where if you want birth control, you have to bring a permission slip into the doctor from your husband to get one. And that wasn't that long ago. That was not like centuries ago. We're talking like the 1960s and early 70s. Yeah. Oh, some of these bills are even going as far as to try and outlaw like contraception entirely. Yeah, God. you heard about that? Saying that they're uh, they're abortion adjacent. Oh, yeah. Lord God, help me. Yeah, these are right? some damn fools. And what in the hell we got in our pot in office now, man? What in the hell do we have sitting on Capitol Hill? Well, it's always been there. It's just a Jesus. little more power now. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking idiots, man. Well, I mean, the reason. That well, the another reason, way, another thing too is like by outlawing abortion and all that. It's just another way to screw poor people over and keep them down. I mean, you know, the, these rich senators and these rich families can still send their kid to the abortion farm or something in a legal state. And um, whereas, you know, if you're poor, you're not going to be able to make that twelve-hour trip, and then maybe get turned yeah. back, and you know all that. So, I mean, that's a, that's another kind of aspect to it is taking away more or autonomy from the lower classes. Yeah. Yeah, um, 
my whole thing was is this with the women you know don't let a preacher don't let a politician who's probably 99.7 percent of the time be a man okay don't let that man if you, if you have the morality that prevents you from having an abortion that's fine but just don't give the power to a man, a politician, a preacher, whoever's telling you, whoever's getting on the soapbox about morality and that precious life that's inside of you. And I'm going to speak about that in a moment um, to, to, to tell you what you can and you cannot do legally with what's between your own legs. That would be my advice to women. Don't do it. Right. Do not do it. You'll, you're going to have a hard time getting it back if you relinquish that. Now, this is what really upsets me the most about these pro-life people is that statistically, people who are pro-life are totally against single-payer or anything else involving health care reform. Yep. That's, that, that's viewed as socialism. So in other words, yeah. the sanctity of human life is so important, it has to be borne out no matter what, whether it's rape, whether it's incest or not, because it is so precious. But as soon as it's born, it's on its own. That baby is on its own. If it wants health care, if it's born with cancer, if it's born with addiction, if it's born with some sort of a spinal problem, that baby can go out and get a job and pay for its own health care. Yeah, That's interestingly, the- too, a lot of these bills, you don't see any increase in, like, say, WIC funding or SNAP funding or any of that. It's just yeah, like, oh, yeah. well, now you got this expensive little parasite you had to, you know, poop out because, yeah, you know, we're not going to let you do anything else with it. And so good luck, uh, you know, being able to pay your rent and buy diapers and all that, too, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. sick. It really is sick on a lot of different levels. I mean, I mean, personally, I'm one of those people who thinks that, you know, you should be able to retroactively abort up to, like, age 10, you know, keep the kids in line. But, you know, <laughs> hey, Billy, pick up your toys or we're going to the clinic. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like you're gonna you're gonna force these women to have these you know kids that they don't want, and then you're not going to give them any help at all. And in fact, a lot of states want to cut those resources too. I yeah. you know what are they gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, think about anyway, it, think about but, it is you have to keep all that crap about you know if you want to if you got a, if you're religious and you think you got your own views. I've never believed in it, religious or not, that I thought a woman shouldn't, or I thought it was up, I've always thought it was up to the woman because I got a different view on what I think life and all that kind of stuff is. But, yeah. But still, and yet, I never did. I, to me, to bring a kid into the world you can't take care of is worse because because you're going to be putting yourself in a bind, you're going to be putting the kid in a bind, you know, it, it's just stupid. And then of course, rape and incest. I think is a given. You can't you can't expect a woman to carry that for nine months. Oh yeah, if you, yeah. If I you mean, have a child a... that you know, or pregnancy that's a result of a rape or incest. I mean, first of all, the kid should be allowed to be taken care of, and second of all, the rapist balls should be cut off. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. At a bare minimum, his balls cut off. That's, a, that's after I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you know, here again. Uh, without getting into the moral questions, the, and, and I, you know, it's impossible to talk about it without the moral questions other than the way I would put it is this. Here again, especially to the women in our audience. To talk about the morality of this is one thing, but when you start legislating laws that govern that morality, 
that restrict what you can do with your own body, you are heading down a dangerous road. You are heading down a dangerous road. And, you know, this comes from parts of the world where, you know, men pick out a woman and they do what they want to do with them and they have to have the baby. There's places in the world that are like that. Oh, and yeah. when you hear when you hear about th- these things about no exceptions, okay, that's why I agree with feminists on this that this is about control. This is about control of women. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, look at that. Um, oh, it's okay to destroy frozen embryos. Aren't those sanctity of life? I mean, well, the yeah. thing, but, uh, yeah, the thing about it is, why don't they? If they're going to lock up doctors for doing this, like I was talking about yeah, last week on out the Thursday show. If they're going to lock up doctors, why in the hell ain't they locking up these deadbeat dads that want to leave home and take and not have nothing to do with their kids and leave, have nothing to do with nothing and leave them behind yeah. and become deadbeats? Why in the hell ain't they doing anything to them? They had such, I mean, just because a woman carries the baby, I mean, it doesn't mean it takes two to tango, Jack. Both are responsible yeah. for their own actions unless rape's involved. Yeah, sure. So, I mean... It shouldn't be that the woman has to pay the only penalty. Yeah. So I mean, that's... yeah, I, I, tell, I yeah, I get that, and um, you know, I don't want to talk a whole lot about the abortion issue, other than to say, you know, women stand up for your own bodies. You know, you can have your, your the morality that you choose as a personal choice, and I thoroughly respect that. I'm not going to debate with you whether abortion is moral or not. I'm not sure I have all the answers in that regard. I'm just saying you let men pass laws that have to, you know, the the domain of those laws, the jurisdiction of those laws is governing your body, not the men's. So ju- just just be aware of that. Right. Uh, um, moving on, moving on. Um, did, did you hear about this this thing with Iran? You know, I. Uh, yes. I this Iran thing is kind of one of the sleeper stories out there. It's not getting a whole lot of attention. That's the ones you got to uh, worry about. Yeah, and I don't know why this 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 uh, this Iran thing has kind of been on my radar. And bad uh, too. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you heard about this, uh, Jack, but uh, uh, Trump warned Iran. Never again to threaten the United States. Oh, God. And he said that <clears throat> war with the United States would lead to the end of Iran, is what yeah. he said. Yeah, that was his exact words. In other words, he'd just wipe them out. Oh, honey, yeah. look at how well we did with Iraq, and Iran's like three <clears throat> times bigger and has three times the population and a much bigger army. Yeah, good luck with yeah. that. Well, you know, here, here's the thing. My, my view on that is we actually took down Iraq militarily very quickly. And, and I would say that we probably would take a little longer with Iran. But the problem with that is, is what do you do with it after you, after you got it? Right. That's where we got out. That's where we got out of control in Iraq because you, yep. you had all these factions just go nuts. And, you know, taking it down militarily. militarily is one thing. Governing it and policing it is an entirely different thing. I mean, that is a whole other thing. And, uh, you know, with a lot of these Middle Eastern countries, especially with some of the radical factions that are in Iran, even if you say, well, we're just going to take down the leader and let them choose their own leader, a lot of times what goes in afterwards is even worse. 
So either you have to plan for you take down a regime there. You have to make sure that the one that goes in isn't twice as bad as the one you took out. Or you got to make plans to police the state yourself. And that's where we got into big trouble in Iraq. Right. Okay. So um, anyway, apparently he tweeted this. And this was after a rocket landed near the United States Embassy in Baghdad that they apparently traced uh, to some uh, Iranian-supported uh, uh, military group. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where that happened. Uh, um, I'll kind of go with Shane on this. Uh, do you feel that uh, sometime soon, I don't know whether it's weeks or months, uh, we could have a very serious international incident with Iran? Yeah, uh, it could happen. Uh, yeah. Because... Uh, and the thing about it is, I don't worry just so much about Iran as I do people that's behind Iran. Yeah. And I don't think it would be, certain people wouldn't be our allies <clears throat> that would have been our allies in World War Two. So, I mean, it'd be a whole different war. But I think it could break out into something major. If not, if yeah. it's not, if it's not taken care of and handled properly and we got a man in there right now that can't think straight half the time so i don't know what in the hell would end up happening if he ended up bumping his gums and running off at the mouth yeah because iran i mean they are capable oh yeah it's a it's 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 not a fun place they're not north korea no we're not talking about north korea here no they got they, they have resources both militarily and financially absolutely yeah oh yeah Big time. They're, they're uh, just like we support Israel, Russia supports Iran. Same, it's like that. Yeah. That's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. And you think Russia should have our back in a war against Iran, then you must be really drinking some damn Kool-Aid. Because there yeah. ain't no way in hell it would happen. Yeah. And I don't know that, you know, I hate to say it, but because of the bull crap we got going on with China and the tariffs, I don't know that China wouldn't jump in board with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to put fear into people. I'm just talking real talk here. Yeah. Just, well, in, and two, with an international war of some kind, uh, not only is China a threat uh, militarily, which a lot of people don't realize. Oh, yeah. Their, 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 their military is getting much stronger, but they are also a threat in terms of intelligence, much more so than what they were 10 years ago. Um, they are becoming technologically very advanced. And uh, that that would be a concern as well. So, uh, Jack, do you have an opinion on this? Um, um, Honestly, uh, I, I spent all weekend uh, working in, um, and helping keep or get the store open. So I yeah, haven't been yeah. paying a whole lot of attention to the more recent developments in Iran. So I uh, I, I really don't have much to say about it. I'll have to look into it, though. Okay. Uh, one more closing thing here real quick uh, on, on the Trump situation. This is recent today, and I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't follow this from the very beginning, but apparently a judge did order that the accounting firm um, that that has worked for Trump has to hand, hand over records. Good. I don't know if that – yeah, I don't know if that means his tax returns or other things involving his company. But uh, that's an interesting development. I'm sure he's not happy about that. Yeah, I saw, I saw that today, too. I popped up on my phone. Yeah, I'm sure he isn't happy. 
I need. I got. We can order. I got to check on Twitter later on tonight. See if he uh, what he said because I'm sure he's ranting and raving about it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I <laughs> I bet you there's been some interesting conversation in the oh, White yeah. House there. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I'm sure. Yeah, but Absolutely. You know, you know, it didn't get too harsh because he is uh, God's right hand man. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he hasn't tweeted since ten hours ago, so we'll we'll see. Uh, oh really? A whole ten hours? Yeah. His last thing was about um, was about fake news and oh god, uh, putting out an absurd statement without any knowledge that the United States was trying to set up a negotiation with Iran. This is false report. Iran will call us if and when they are ever ready. In the meantime, their economy continues to collapse. Very sad for the Iranian people. God, he's such an idiot. Yeah, I, mean, I like the sad, and, and you know, a lot of my friends that support Trump, I, I notice they uh, when they make uh, comments or observations about anything of their own on social media, they always put sad. Sad, oh my god! They've been brainwashed. Hashtag sad. Oh my god! Is that I was Go gonna say, if I'm up at 3 a.m. tonight, I'll keep an eye on his uh, on his Twitter and see what uh what other kind of yeah crazy stuff he rants about. It's like Eagle Scout said; it's I'm usually sure. about the witching hours when he starts. <laughs> the witching hours—that's good. About 3 a.m. <laughs> he goes in and tweeting. I'm still right. surprised that they haven't taken his phone away from him yet. Oh yeah, that's amazing. I mean, Obama <laughs> wasn't even allowed to have a smartphone. They must have did something because uh, when Obama went in, actually, I believe what he had was a BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said that uh, it was too much of a security risk because uh, lo- oh, because of the location. Um, you know, it, it, you know, the source of it could be he, his location could be narrowed down. But uh, e- either they got that under control or they somehow found a t- technology that can because I'm sure with Trump. I'm, I'm guessing the security concerns around him are enormous. I would not want to be a Secret Service guy protecting that him. Oh, yeah. no. Um, uh, it was funny, too, because I, I ran across an episode of uh, one of Barrett Grylls' shows, um, I don't know, about a month ago on YouTube. And uh, Obama wanted to take a picture with Barrett Grylls, and he had to actually borrow one of his staff members' uh, smartphones to take the picture with him. Like, he didn't have his own. Yeah. And I just I thought that was really... Uh, kind of like looking back at a better time, you know, before yeah. Yeah. our president could just shoot his mouth off whenever he wants. Right. See, when Obama got elected, that was 2008. See, iPhones had just debuted right. within a year. And uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure he had a BlackBerry. That was something that he really liked to use at that time. Blackberries were very common back then. And uh, I always wanted one. I never got one. But anyway, uh, long story one. short. Oh, you did? Yeah, I had one for a little bit of time. They were, they were all right. I like the iPhone better. Yo, yeah, well, sure, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, before we go, I do want to talk a little bit to Shane about this. i I, I got to be honest with you, Shane. I have never – if somebody said I got a, uh, an idea for a podcast, and I said, what is it? And they said, um, I, I want to do a show about British soap operas. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have that, – that never would have come to my mind. <laughs> So I, 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 can you talk a little bit about that? Where in God's name did you come up with that idea, and um, where is it going? Um, I, I watch British soap operas. I've, I got BritBox. <clears throat> I got it. Oh, okay. So to give them a plug, which is not just soap operas, they have a lot of British television comedies and stuff on there you can watch. It's only seven bucks a month. 
So I pay seven dollars okay. a month, and I watch these three soap operas, and I watch them every day. So uh, Eagle Scout the other night, a couple few couple weeks ago, was making a joke about it. Said, "Yeah, but so everybody's got different things they do. Not everybody gets up and watch British soap operas and drinks coffee." And I said, yeah, but I said, but they're good. And I said something like that. And I said, that's a podcast I could do. And then it actually inspired me. I didn't tell him that on the show. But before the show was over with, I'd already made my mind up I was going to do a podcast on it. So okay. uh, what I do is I just watch the shows. And at the end of the week, I have formulated my opinion on how the shows went and give news about the shows and stuff like that. And it's actually had pretty good uh pretty good uh, following so far I've, I've got a lot of people that started following me from from over there some of the stars really? some of the stars on the show have actually followed me really yeah <laughs> yeah that is fantastic shane yeah i mean it was actually i mean uh, one of the guys that plays a doctor on uh emmerdale he gave me a follow so i mean yeah it's uh yeah, and, that's uh, really funny you didn't tell me that yeah and, and and a girl and a lady that plays on uh EastEnders, she gave me a follow, and she's one of my favorite actresses on the out of all the shows. I think she's, I mean, I think she's just the best actress out of all of them. Just about she's she can be she can do any of it. I mean, she can be like a jovial, real cool, happy person one minute and sad the next. She does it really well. She can turn it on yeah. and off. And uh, she's well, actually that, nominated, that, I think, this year. Wow. Well, that's fantastic, Shane. Um, so, what do you do? You you like talk about these soap operas? You do you like review them? Or yeah, I pretty, about the- I pretty much review the storylines, the main storylines of the week for each show, and I do I do a different I do a different order each week, and I do each show, and I go in order, and I talk about like what happened on Coronation Street that week, and then then I talk about what happened on Emmerdale, and then I do EastEnders. And then I get, and then that's pretty much what I do. And I give I give news about the show, and then I'll give like some spoilers, but not the complete spoilers for the week coming up, because I have some places I go to that I follow that uh, give that kind of stuff. So I like give a little brief uh, preview of what they got coming up in the during you know the next week, and that's pretty much yeah. the basics of the show. And, I'll bet it amuses the hell out of them to listen to some guy over in yeah, America with your accent I reviewing it. a British soap opera. <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And, I, and I've been tweeting them like comments during things. I'm really looking forward to when the hours move up and some of these people start downloading the show to see if I get any responses because, like on this past week's show, I'd say, well, tweet me if, you know, I'll ask. Like, I, they got a saying. This guy pulled up into the, in one of the shows he pulled into and he told the guy when he went inside. To uh, he said, do you want anything? He said, grab me a flapjack. Well, over here, a flapjack to me is a pancake. Okay. But, but the guy in the back seat asked him what flavor he wanted, so I knew he wasn't going in and getting him a pancake. So I tweeted on there, what is a flapjack in England? So I'm hoping you know maybe get a response back because I don't know what a flapjack in England is. So, uh, but yeah, we get a lot of lessons. We and what also gave me to thinking about it too is a good. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but a good five percent, sometimes a little bit higher, of our lessons every week is from London. From the UK, so okay. and that was already that was already a generated audience right there, that just from oh, these okay. just from these yeah. shows. So I said, well, if I'm already getting these listens every week from that area, I mean, you know, that would help too getting the podcast. So I've actually seen that number rise because of this. So uh, yeah, that's a cool thing too. Well, there's something about a British accent. I mean, like Mel B, I could listen to her all day long. Yeah, there's just something. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about it. I don't know what it is. But, uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we go, just want to remind everyone that the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, which is this podcast right here and now, will be back Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shane will have the realm on that one. And uh, tomorrow night, uh, also on the um, uh, Sweet Truth Radio Network, <laughs> we have Sugar and Company. Now, that's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anything exciting for tomorrow that you want to mention? Any preview there? Got a couple of new spots I'm going to do um, that I came up with this week. Going to get those together and do those tomorrow, and uh, that's about it. <clears throat> about it. I got oh, another, that's cool. I got another new podcast coming up that is actually an audio book thing that I'm doing, and that'll be up. Hopefully, maybe tomorrow. Depends on what I can get done for tomorrow's show first. But I'm going to get it up pretty soon, too. So it'll be pretty good. All right. Hey, uh, Jack, anything new that you're working on or uh, anything uh, that you're going to be, you want to foreshadow for tomorrow's program with uh, Shane? Oh, I do uh, have a story tomorrow night about a mom who tried to sell both of her kids to get bail money for her boyfriend. Oh my God! Help me. Today's that news sounds, already, So God. that sounds like a uh, like a real winner. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, she looks like a real winner. <laughs> and I bet. I, I bet she's a sweetheart. Um, <laughs> yeah. Real class <laughs> act. Yeah, with the cockles of my heart, I'm sure. Um, all right. Anyway, that's going to about do it for this uh, tonight's show. Uh, be sure to stop back and see us Thursday night when we're live. Now, of course, in the meantime, you can listen to any of our shows anytime you want on demand. Spreaker and iTunes, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. I am Billy Dees for Sugar Shane and Jack Casey. Have a great evening. I'll just eat this egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Can it be combined with any other offer? Combo meal. Limited time offer. Single item at regular price. Grocery Outlet is your destination for huge savings on name brand products. This week, stop in for Newman's Own Pasta Sauce. 24-ounce jars and assorted varieties are buy one, get one free. At $1.99 for two, that's a wow savings of up to 72% versus traditional grocery stores. Limit two free. Also, start your morning off right with Post Honey Bunches of Oats Cereal. 14.5-ounce boxes of honey roasted or with almonds are just $1.99. That's a wow savings of up to 65%. Offers good through June 4th. Grocery Outlet, bargain market.